Despite my original intentions to remain a hermit and not really go into any personal details, I've gotten numerous emails asking questions about me. So due to audience pressure, here's some info about me. I was going to put all this on the web as text, but it seemed more appropriate to do it as an episode. That way the sarcasm really comes through. So here's a very small view into the life of the host of Logically Critical. It will probably be way more than anyone wanted to know, but hey, you or someone else asked for it. And Yeah, the picture for this episode was the best picture I had of me. I'm sorry. When you're the one taking pictures, there's no one to take pictures of you. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, I strongly urge you to go listen to a few episodes first. Otherwise, this will just sound like the meanderings of a drunken madman. So here we go. It was on a warm Mother's Day morning in an Atlanta, Georgia hospital that I came into the world kicking and screaming in the early 70s. As my mom will attest, to anyone who wants to listen, I was a fiercely independent infant. At a little over 12 months, I had informed my mom that I would be obtaining passage via motorcycle and would be journeying towards California. It probably came out more like, I ran away to Cana in moto. My mother politely informed me that perhaps I should wait until I was potty trained before leaving. Now that I got the humiliation out of the way, I had a hard time fitting in as a child. At the age of four, I was hanging around the parents instead of their offspring. I had few friends in my early schooling since I was labeled a nerd by most. My endlessly colored array of Izod shirts probably didn't help any, nor did my philosophical demeanor towards the world during recess. As a young adult, I began drawing, then painting, and and later a little sculpting. Since my favorite artist is H.R. Giger, You can see his work at www.giger.com. He's the guy that made the alien from the movie Alien. Anyway, you can imagine that only a handful of my paintings involved the prancings of gleeful cookie-dispensing elves who frolic through sylvan glens, picking seven-leaf clovers. The few that did usually involved some gore-streaked fang demon chewing on an elven fever. Fast forward to the recent present. In what little spare time I have, I partake of reading, listening to music, working out, drinking a good margarita or martini, and watching either the History or Discovery Channel. As for reading, a few of my favorite fiction authors are Clive Barker, A Magicka and Wee World were excellent. Mark Twain, I I just like a lot of his short stories. Stephen King, Tommyknockers was good, as well as It. Roger Zelazny, the author of The Amber Chronicles. David Gerald, The War Against the Couture series. R.A. Salvatore and the Dark Elf series. And Stephen Brust, author of The Taltos series. I tend to stay in the horror-slash-fantasy-slash-sci-fi genre, but, but occasionally I branch out. As for music, I stated in the Musical Theft episode that I listen to a very wide variety of music. I couldn't even begin to list favorites, as it completely depends on my mood. One mood may call for death metal, whereas another calls for disco. Still another calls for soft rock love songs or classical piano. It all depends on whatever chemical imbalance I'm suffering from at the moment. As a result, my playlists are mood-based. As for TV, my favorite shows are Modern Marvels and, uh, well, it used to be The Simpsons, but they've really gone downhill since the eighth season. I watch very little primetime TV, not to be holier than thou, but the contrived drama and the formulaic comedy just doesn't interest me. In addition, I don't have enough time to do the things I really want to do, much less sit back and watch people vote over which pasty-looking, Gregorian-chanting, belly-dancing gay chef is going home this week on So You Think Your Homo Monk Can Bake Better Than I Dance. What's your favorite comedian? Probably George Carlin. He's very intelligent and insightful. And I just can't get enough sarcasm. David Cross's stand-up is also good. 
Insert required an appropriate segue here. Straight out of college, I bought my first house, and man, was it a serious fixer-upper. So I spent the better part of five years painting, sheetrocking, tiling, doing electrical work, and even building a 400-square-foot addition, stupidly, by myself. Not to mention chasing off a particularly nasty sharp-toothed possum that kept trying to get into my attic. Later, in an effort to meet people, I took up ballroom dancing for six years, where I learned rumba, tango, swing, bolero, and uh, a whole bunch of dances. It apparently worked as I met my wife there. I don't smoke or do drugs, but as alluded to previously, I do enjoy a good wine, vodka, or whiskey. However, I did hang around with the wrong crowd in high school, and I was the only one of the group not doing drugs, so I was able to see firsthand just how easy and cheap drugs are for kids to get. Over the years, I've had several jobs, including, in no particular order, landscaper, forklift operator, including squeeze and slip attachments, technical documenter, fast food manager, graphic artist, street sweeper operator, how many people can or want to say that, software engineer, laid off, and many, many more. There, there's an ultra-quick summary of the details I wish to divulge. I left out my terrifying trip through the Jamaican jungle where I feared I would be sliced and left for dead, as well as that short-term depression brought on by listening to Pink Floyd as a teenager. I hope this satisfies whatever urge that one has to know something about the stranger he or she is listening to. Hopefully it doesn't repulse you so much that you stop listening to future episodes. Thanks for listening. 